I'd like to apologize to every Cheetalicious person out there. We know you wanted this. We know you needed this. And I failed you once, once again, to be quite honest. I mean, they should have grown to expect this out of you. Yeah. I know I have. I haven't built up a good reputation. So, like, if you put faith in me, you're just causing yourself a disservice. In your, de- in your defense, I don't think you've ever put up a good reputation about yourself. No. It's pretty no. consistently been bottom of the barrel reputation. And that's what I go for, consistency. <sighs> what? Stop yes. your moaning and groaning. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, people wanted Cheetah Girls last week, and you made them wait a whole week. I think the only way for you to make it up to them is that you have to uh, release a cover of one of these Cheetah Girls songs for them. Oh, dude, I, I will do it. That's not even a punishment to me. Okay, easy. I, I, think, I think we can discuss this once we get to our uh, first ever song rankings this week. And we can discuss which one. I, I won't decide. I'll let, I'll let you decide. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel, um, like, I feel like there's one song that very fits my vibe. Is, there's a song about being, in a, being useless? No, <laughs> no, it was the white boy rapping. Okay. I'm glad. Uh, Do we both have that on our sound rankings? Yeah, no, that that's the if we're gonna like go to my favorite decom, that this is the mudslide crush number of this movie. <laughs> what? Lemonade mouth. You have the two dudes, they go like my girl's hotter than your your girl, and then they like their own cars. Not the movie cars, but like actual automobiles. Dude, we've almost done 50 decoms. And you think I you think I have any room for memory of other decoms in my head anymore? No, baby. These are just in one ear and out the other. No, I agree, but that's just the one I remember. I can't keep up. Because I am a this, big fan of the This also precedes that by uh, quite a few years. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm not just a fan of Lemonade Mouth, the movie. I'm a fan of the soundtrack as well. It's not what we're doing here. What are we I doing? know it's not. Uh, the Cheetah Girls. We welcome are to our... the Cheetah Girls. Well, uh, welcome to the Cheetah Girls episode of the unofficial decom podcast. Yeah. I'm... You're Anthony. Anthony. No, you're, you're Cheetah Anthony. I'm Cheetah Ethan. And we're Cheetalicious. They don't... You know what? Fine. I'm with you. <laughs> Thank goodness. Because it'd be a long episode if you weren't. <laughs> I think it might be longer if I am. <laughs> the Cheetah Girls is a movie that I watched over a week ago. <laughs> same, same here. Um, that's actually probably not true. I probably finished it 
uh, also on this is a Monday. Yeah, I probably finished it a week ago. So maybe my memory's a little bit hazy, but I've definitely seen it before. And I am not. It is. It's a huge decom in the, uh, in the chronologic, like in the in the creation of future decoms. It's a big yes. one. It's gonna have two sequels. Uh, Cheetah Girls two and Cheetah Girls one world. One world, yes. Um, right. So there's two sequels. I cannot remember what happens in two. Uh, I have a vague memory of what happens in three, although I can't tell you that I've seen it. <laughs> but my guess is that I have. Um, it's shocking that Disney waited this long to start cranking out the musicals. Yeah, I feel like nowadays it seems so like like it makes sense why they keep churning them out because I'd say every musical movie they release is at least somewhat successful. Well, even just at a normal like the Disney company is all about the movie musicals. That's true. And just the fact that they were like it's wait a while for this, you know, <laughs> and and have we? Because like we've had the we had the one musical number in Even Stevens, but I don't know if there's been any musical numbers before that point. I wouldn't even call the Even Stevens one a musical number. That was more like a music video. Yeah, it was more like a music. Why is this happening? Yeah, this was like, hey, let's have some fun here. Right. And this one, I wouldn't say in Cheetah Girls, it's incorporated into it's incorporated in the story, but it's dare I say haphazardly. <laughs> There's your two this your big word of the week for me. <laughs> the yeah, it's like it is the central plot to the story in a story where you're like I I guess there's a plot. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're wrong. I, I, I think, like, I love this one anyway, despite its flaws of not making too much sense. Yeah. As to why anything is happening in this movie. But it's wild. Yeah, you, you can definitely tell that this is Disney's first musical. Like, in this sense of the word. Right. Because there's, there's a lot of flaws. I don't, I don't want to... Like, it's there good. Hiccups on the way, <laughs> for sure. I'm just like... I'm like, before you get to... I don't even know... I think it takes a little bit to get to the next real one. Because I'm not 100% sure. Oh, you know what? Xenon had music, uh, musical numbers it it did it did and those were good i think (laughs) i think uh your next definite um decom with that's a musical is high school musical which is in 06 
which is three years later. Mm -hmm. Ish, even, you know? Because this is November, this is August 2003, and that's uh, January 2006. So someone else do the math, because I can't. I won't either. Um, But Xenon, I think, has music potential, and in two episodes, I think Pixel Perfect, Pixel Perfect is about a musician. I don't know if there are musical acts happening, but it is about musicians. So there's got to be at least one song. Pixel Perfect sounds way too much like Pitch Perfect, which does have musical numbers. Right. Um, Pixel Perfect before Pitch Perfect, but I think... That's debatable. Um, well, I don't... (laughs) think so if pitch perfect is that old then i um my head would hurt but well, how else how else do you think they got ben platt that old for dear evan hansen because he was really young in pitch perfect is ben platt in pitch perfect yes he has a big role in pitch perfect no that can't dare be i true. dare i say it's his breakout role no it's not his breakout role there's no way that Ben... I, I Alright, let me rephrase that. There's <laughs> definitely a way Ben Platt was in Pitch Perfect, but I cannot tell you another guy in that movie outside of... Uh, Skylar Ashton? Yeah. Or Aston? Skylar Ashton, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, Ben Platt's in it. I, does he sing magic? Does he do that like, like yeah, I've got the mat. Yeah, that one. I thought that was Skylar Aston. He plays Benji. I almost said, that he, played, I almost said that he played Ben Platt. He played Ben Platt. Um, have, you, have you gotten to the new Dear Evan Hansen movie yet? I need to. I want to. I'm working my way towards it. I I was sent the soundtrack or like a song from the soundtrack tonight and I heard the um the whatchamacallit? Um the edited voice crack on one of the songs. Edited voice. Um no, I don't I don't I don't know what that is about. But um <laughs> it's yeah, I, I mean what else is there to say about that movie? But uh, uh that Amy Adams is in it. Amy Adams is in it, famously from the greatest movie ever made. Yep, 2011 Muppets movie. We all know that, but I thought I'd clarify. I didn't know that, you idiots. Dumbo. Losers. Stinky faces. Dare I call you freaks? Frauds. But not you. You're good. You, you who knows about the 2011 Muppet movie. But if you don't, not good. We know we know who owns a soundtrack on CD. We know. You don't have to tell us, but we know. Yeah. <laughs> I here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Amy Adams is in that movie. Julianne Moore is in that movie. What movie are we talking about? Um uh, Dear Evan Hansen? Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. I can't list you all the people in the Muppets movie. There's too many. There's too many, and that's what makes it so good. It's not, but 
there, there are a lot of people. Jack Black is one. Selena Gomez is another. Uh, right, yeah, so, but continue. Um, <laughs> the thing is, everyone in the movie, um, outside of Ben Platt, famously looks young all the time. And then you have Ben Platt and you're like, man, is he old? He looks younger outside of the movie. Right. Which is weird. Yeah, this movie actually somehow aged him up as a person. Like, you watch... I, I, I watch, like, some episodes of The Politician. You watch recently the tonys and i was like he's youngish looking like he's not an old man he's not that old how did they mess this (laughs) up but my problem is that cast is just surrounded by celebrities that look so young especially his love interest caitlin dever right Mm -hmm. she looks is high school has perpetually <laughs> looked the same age since she started <laughs> acting and like it's just wild that like it's just wild that like even like julianne moore is always looking on amy adams is like the same age um even even the one friend is the one friend is always looked like he's on um atypical and he plays okay. a character at least five years older than the current character <laughs> he plays in the urban <laughs> and you buy both of them. But I don't know, maybe I should have just been I should have been Dear Evan Hansen. Maybe I should have been. But his name is not Dear. Yes, it is. I'm a big fan of this this musical. <laughs> I love I love I'd love to meet Mr. Uh, Mr. Hansen. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Deer himself. You mean it? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, have you watched the Muppet Haunted Mansion yet? I have not, but I, I am very excited too. You're a disappointment. It came out yesterday. It came out Friday. Which was three days ago? No, well. Certainly not yesterday. Well, you are going to make me look worse on this podcast because because it's coming out on a Thursday. I just need to make it clear. Right. Well. I'm not a fake Muppets fan. Actually, I am a fake Muppets fan. Yeah, you are. We all know you are. Like, I haven't seen The Muppet Show. I haven't, like, seen a lot of it. I haven't seen the original Muppets movie. I haven't seen Muppets Take Manhattan. I finally watched Christmas Carol, Muppets Christmas Carol, because of you. Yeah, it was kind of forced. Um, I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong. It's just wild that you're you're just putting this all out there for everybody to... You're just putting this out there to expose yourself right now. Yeah, no, I mean, because... A lot of people, a lot of people know me as the Muppet guy. Some, some people even say I look like Walter the Muppet a little bit. I've not never like heard this... anyone not named Ethan say that. 
No, I promise. There's been multiple people other than myself. Not at this current point in time, but I've been told that I look like Walter the Muppet. Well, guess who's in Muppet Haunted Mansion? I mean, he has to be. They introduced him in 2011. You can't kill off a Muppet that quickly. You certainly can. Yeah, you can. (laughs) Whatever happened to, like, those, like, vegetable Muppets? Like the singing vegetables and fruits, those are my favorite. Yeah, it's like it's like where do you put a mouth on an asparagus? And they did, figure it out. Did you watch him whistle in the 2011 Muppets movie? Yes, you can I certainly also, kill him off. <laughs> it's my least favorite song on the Muppet soundtrack. I will make that clear. Oh, I will make that statement. It's, it's the Cheer Up Charlie song of the 2011 Muppets movie. The whistling Caruso, is that what correct Caruso? Alex Caruso, the Chicago Bulls, whatever. If we're doing song rankings of the 2011 Muppets movie, worst one by far. Yeah, no, yeah, by far, and it and it stinks because it really shouldn't be. Because second, second worst is also pretty garbage, but it's not as garbage. I'm scared to hear what you have to say is the second worst. What do you think is the second worst? No, I want to hear what you have to say. We say that on say it on three. I I'm going from what I think you think it is, not what my opinion is. Okay, okay, okay. One, two, three. Forget you by the chickens. Oh, it's the yeah, it's the Tex Richmond's rap. Tex Richmond's rap is. I will I will say it's very disappointing on the soundtrack because the rap verses are good and that's all that's in the movie. But if you listen to the soundtrack version, there's this little opera part. Sucks massive donkey butt. Wow. Not Strong words, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they were going for, but they made the right choice in the movie. And that's no. why I give it 10 stars. Forget You is fine. It's, you know, it's unfortunate um, <laughs> that Sealer Green is one of the worst out there. But, um... I almost got into a car crash once to that song. It was going to be really disappointing. Like, yeah. way to go. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, What was this before or after we learned about Sealer Green? When was Sealer Green thing? I don't know what he did. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. No, like I nothing good. <laughs> and then you get away from his music. Gosh darn it, man! Do you want to talk about the Cheetah Girls? No. <laughs> well, guess what? We are sisters. We stand together, and by standing together, it means we have a podcast together, which means we have to talk about this week's movie. This week's movie is the 2011 Muppets 2011 movie. 2011 Dear Evan Hansen movie. Okay. Starring Jason Platt and Amy Adams because she's in both. <laughs> no, it's, they're both starring Amy Adams, really. <laughs> for real, for real. So, yeah. Podcast. We're on a podcast. Let's do a Let's, podcast. Uh, okay, so Cheetah Girls premiered on the Disney Channel, the Cheetalicious Disney Channel, on August 15th, 2003. Have you said Cheetalicious 
five times already on this podcast. Uh, that might be a underestimation. Yeah, I mean, you're going to say it an egregious amount by the end of this like, episode. Oh, I'm going to say it so much, but it's like, so there's a lot of cheetah terminology throughout the movie, right. but the one I wrote down so I could use on the podcast is cheetahlicious, and you can shove that into anything. But yeah, cheetahlicious is famously the main one. And uh, good to see. Good to see you spelt Cheetalicious. That's actually kind of impressive for you. Um, I'm not going to be able to tell you if it's right because of the little red uh, squiggly lines under it, but Microsoft Word just doesn't get creative artistic interpretation. That's true. <laughs> um, we're doing the cheating rounds. We are. It's about time. Which is... um. For the so Cheetah Girls, there um we it's a movie. There are yep. four uh talented uh there are four talented people. And why are you sounding sarcastic? They're no, talented. It wasn't sarcastic. It was um there are four talented people. And they are, uh, they're in a band, I guess. Girl group. Is it a band if it's all singing? Because it should be. What kind I of mean, technically, band to be a band? I don't know. When I think of band, I think of like rock band, like a rock band. Sure. Because like, because like the back, I wouldn't call the Backstreet Boys a band. They're more like a, uh, boy group. Is that what, that's not what they call them. Yeah, you know, they're like, they're a group, but like a group's not, it's too vague. Like, why, you know, like an acapella group, they should be called a band. Oh, I wouldn't go there. But they have instruments. It's just their uh, musical abilities. Then why aren't the Cheetah Girls a band? I guess you could say because they don't have instruments. Yeah, they're voices. Yeah, but some would say voices are instruments, too. You're confusing me, man. I don't think that's on me. I don't think you can put anything on me. So the Cheetah Girls. Um, <laughs> this is a movie where uh, Raven Simone uh, shows... No, up sorry, she's, she's just billed as Raven in this movie. Right, Raven shows up on screen, and... No one else really matches anything, <laughs> Raven. They try. Don't get me wrong. They try, but they just they're they're all like if Raven's at a at a like a hundred if Raven's at like eighty percent, mm-hmm. everyone else, like the highest anyone gets is like fifty. I okay. I think I think that's fair to say. I, although I will say that I don't think the script does them any favors. I don't know if the script does them any fla- favors, but the moral of the story is we have an Emmy winner in this movie, <laughs> and even they are getting circles acted around them by Raven. 
Yeah, no, that's that's very true. Raven is the star of this movie, and you'll see why she has the most successful career out of anybody here. Yeah, and it's kind of wild, like, because it is not the movie, like, this movie does not cement Raven. No, it does not. It doesn't even, like, it doesn't even do anything for Raven on the Disney Channel. <laughs> Like, Raven is already, you know, we already have that so Raven. Um, we've already seen Raven in... Xenon. In Xenon. Obviously, Start was in, um, uh, The Cosby Show, which... Never had any problems there. Um, nope. 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 Nice sweaters, bro. And like, so this movie is 2003, right? Yeah. Yeah. The next year, she's in um, The Princess Diaries 2, which is real. And even, and also Fat <laughs> Albert, who, uh, you know, nothing, nothing wrong with. Uh, the creation of Fat Albert. We're really on a good roll today. We're really on a good roll here, yeah, that's true. Um, but like, yeah, like this movie just this movie doesn't <laughs> do anything for anyone. <laughs> like, it should. You should watch this movie and be like, all right, she shouldn't be in DComs anymore, but she's gonna be. Yeah. And maybe it's like one of those like sign your souls away for a couple of decom. I'm trying to find out where that so Raven started. And there's no way it started as late as it might have. I'm just bad at searching, I think, is <laughs> the moral of the story. But like it started in 03. So it was like starting around the same time as this was uh going out right what's the word starting when this premiered so yes this, this premiered <laughs> i was very confused this premiered january uh no august that's a raven premiered january 17th 2003 this premiered in august 2003 mm -hmm. so they had already tapped that mind as well <laughs> i you know what i think it's weird to see i think this is weird because I think the people who made this movie knew that Raven was the best out of everybody here, and they actually use her like that. Yeah, it, it, is, a, it is a very, like, when you put her in this movie, you're kind of like, alright, we gotta we gotta really tap in on Raven's potential here. Because they haven't done that in the past. Like, we had, we, you, like, you hear the names that in these casts and you're like why is that person kind of shoved into the back why are they given like little to nothing this entire movie but in this one raven's the star right yeah the only other yeah it's like the only other ones where it comes close are like it's like a reign of endless light where like misha barton and jared padalecki 
are actually given stuff to do. And yeah. you're like, oh, good actors, real, real <laughs> actors. That's that's uh that's impressive. But like the rest of the time it's just like it's so uh questionable as to like if they know that people can act in these movies. <laughs> Why don't you? <laughs> so we should start going through the plot of this movie, I think. Or do you want to talk about the rest of the cheetahs? Because we talked about Raven a little. Man, I I really tried to want to do the cast research for this episode, yeah. and I tried. Mentally, <laughs> I tried. and But I just, um, you know, I didn't want to. Because I, I tried to go through their acting careers, and, like, They've they've not done anything like really. No one has really done anything, Great. and I wanted to like delve more into them and find out more about them. But it's like I just didn't do that. So here we are. Where... That's fine. I oh. here we are. Where it's just like I don't know. Like they're all good. I think. Yeah. I think one is kind of a step back. Like, Raven's up here, I think two yeah. are in the middle, and then I think one's a little bit lower than the other two. A little bit, yeah. But, um, they're all, like, decent talented. enough. Talented. <laughs> yeah, and they're, and they're talented. But, um, none of them, only one of them is going to be in a non-Cheetah Girls decom. Yeah. And two of them will be on The Masked Singer, though. Two of them? And one's Raven. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Uh, two of the four. All right. All right. Yeah. Who's the other one? I think it's um, uh, Adrian Valiant or whatever, but don't fact, or actually do fact check me on that. I read that last week. I was really hoping all four of them were going to be on The Masked Singer and that was going to be like a fun fact, but no, they weren't. Adrian? Adriani? Yeah, the one who plays Chanel. Houghton is her last name. No, it's not. Houghton. It's not. Her current last name is, is Houghton. Okay, sorry. That, well, I have... Okay. I had oh, a fun okay, fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a fun fact. Sure. About her and Keely Williams. Oh, okay. Yes, please. Because I know... No, this, you'll like this one. I promise. No, I know. No, I, I, I am on the edge of my sheet. Okay, so they were in a girl group called 3LW before this movie. Oh, they were both in that one? I, 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 had, I had seen chatters about that one. You've, you've heard chatters. You, the rumor has it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3LW stands for Three Little Women, of course, but we don't care about the third one because there was issues with her. But besides the point, the, this group, 3LW, they were special unlockable characters in guess what video game? Special unlock. So they're like they're like a girl group. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? What video game do you think a girl group would be in? But I feel like you're trying to throw me off my the scent here. Yes. No. Of course I am. 
because this is what you always do to me. But I got you right here. Okay. What video? Um, I feel like you'd have to. Wouldn't. Wouldn't it be something like uh, just dance or something? It's got absolutely nothing to do with music. That's your one hit. Is it what's those like Nick fighting games? The Nicktoon, <laughs> Nicktoon. Uh... You're talking about the new like All Star Brawl that came out. Not the new one, but the their own one. No, it's it's not that game. Can I tell you? Yeah. The the group three LW were unlockable characters in NBA Street. That can't be real. <laughs> that is true. That is a true. <laughs> Unless those screenshots were doctored, just... they were in NBA Street. Look up 3LW NBA Street. All right, I'm looking it up. Um, that's it was just in my Google search history already. I don't, I don't, um, I don't like NBA Street because it, you know, it doesn't acknowledge our one true Michael Jordan. What? You know, Michael B. Jordan. No, uh, <laughs> one half of orange juice? One half of orange juice. His thing is, you know, like, people just don't understand uh, his range. <laughs> I just think Michael B. Jordan, there they are. Yeah, they're in MVA Street. <laughs> Holy cow, why is one of them a tall person with blue hair? I don't know. I didn't do more research on the fact that they were in NBA Street. I thought that'd be shocking enough. It was shocking enough. <laughs> no one, like, it. The visually, that doesn't work. Like, not, <laughs> like, I'm looking at a picture of the video game, and then I'm looking yeah. at a picture of the group, the three of them, and... <laughs> And one of them looks like a tall, a very tall person with blue hair. And I just don't buy it. Okay, that, that picture is not real. That picture is not it. This picture has it more down, and they look more um, suited for their real people. Yeah, I don't, I just, I couldn't even understand it. Did you look up, like, their music or anything? Um, they haven't done anything. Like, the group kind of oh, fell I apart. Oh, I can't because, imagine, yeah. Well, because apparently the third member that is not in the Cheetah Girls uh, was, like, hard to work with and everything. Well, when you don't have the Cheetah mentality, you, you kind of drop off. That's true. That's why we're so good at what we do, because we got that cheetah mentality. Mm -hmm. And this is where you edit in a cheetah sound effect into the podcast. Ooh, no way. Like a little, like a little rawr, you know, one of those. All right. Uh, I'll, I apologize for yeah, that. Uh, you can edit that out. I'll edit that in. Here's my problem. Yeah. I should be able to, like, extend... Or, like, zoom out of my virtual background. Can you tell everybody what my virtual background is? I don't know who it is, to be quite honest. You keep you sending know... me this picture. Oh, okay. Oh, that's Michael B. Jordan. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I think, is that the Cheetah Girls premiere? Uh, yeah, yeah. It is <laughs> Michael B. Jordan in a, I believe, a 2002 Michael Strahan Pro Bowl jersey. <laughs> and he is at the Cheetah Girls premiere. Which I is... mean, what else would you wear? Me, personally? Yeah, if you were going to the Cheetah Girls premiere, what would you wear? I'd definitely wear it. Do you think wearing something like Cheetah's too tacky? I mean, if there's anything about this movie, it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's screaming at you to wear some Cheetah print. I'm, I'm honestly inspired. It's kind of ins. I don't know why he's there, because. <laughs> so here's the thing. He kind of like. He hasn't done anything. He has a gap in his work with 2002. You know he's he's on, the wire for a bit, mm-hmm. and and that's like where he gets his start. He's Wallace on the wire. His next thing is a CSI uh, crime scene investigation. Is it CSI colon crime scene investigation? Why would you need to col? Why would you need to colon and then break down the acronym? Listen, I don't. I don't know, man. Don't question it. Although every single actor who has like some sort of career has been on that show, or one version of it, or. I, an equivalent, yeah. equivalent of it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, my mind is boggled as by the idea to like invite Michael B. Jordan. Not even that. Like at that point, like, well, okay, so he's on CSI crime scene investigation. That's my problem. I don't, I don't get that title. Um, <laughs> and that's in 06. So between 02 and 06, he's taking a break from acting. And just showing up to this premiere? <laughs> Dress like, oh, I didn't even notice the uh, red, white, and blue sweatband he has on his left wrist. I love yeah, that. Yeah, red, red, white, and blue. Also, red, red, blue. if you would look behind him, it is not a red carpet for this premiere. No. It, no. Is, a, it is a cheetah print carpet for this premiere. That's right. That's um, right. Cheetalicious carpet, baby. If you want, if you want this photo, uh... It, you can just, I, I was going to say, oh, Ethan could tweet it out. He won't. He's I'll tweet here. it out. Yeah, okay. No, ahead, I'll, I'll, fine, I'll tweet it out, no explanation. Or should I have an explanation? No, I don't think you should have an explanation. Just no context, Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. And, um, yeah. So you can follow us on Twitter if you want to see this picture of Michael B. Jordan. We're going to gatekeep this picture of Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> you can't find it anywhere else. Google does not exist to you guys. He is my idol. Uh, I did. Uh, are we done talking about Michael Jordan for a little? Michael, sorry, Michael B. Jordan for a little bit. That's that's the best joke in Space Jam, too, right? I haven't seen Space Jam two yet. <sighs> All right, so more uh, <laughs> than Space Jam two. I'm not doing the thing that I did for old. That was a lot of work. In this movie, uh-huh. it is worse. Uh, when it's like. They're down at halftime, and Sylvester. Still- of course, that's not a spoiler alert. Right, of course, they're right, down at halftime. Right, and Sylvester, the cat, 
thank you for interrupting me. I almost called him Sylvester. <laughs> so Sylvester the cat yeah. goes, um, he like runs out of the tunnel and he's like, guys, I think I have this game saved. I think we're going to be okay. I found Michael Jordan. So then like <laughs> out of the out of the, the tunnel walks Michael B. Jordan, who is <laughs> perplexed by what's going on and is just like, I was just looking for popcorn. <laughs> okay, that's actually really funny. Right. There's like, there's that, and then there's another joke uh, between LeBron and uh, Boggs that was kind of funny. That's literally the most generic thing you could say. You know the new spaceship with LeBron? And the Looney Tunes, well, yeah, Bugs and uh, LeBron told a funny joke to each other. Yeah. Maybe it's a potential. <laughs> I do love Space Jam. I will say that. I will say, first Space Jam, not good either. Oh, no, it's, it's terrible. Bad movie. <laughs> but, like, there's charm. Yeah, well, this one is just wild because they were, like, um, what if when you took the only reason we thought LeBron could be funny and we just, you know, we just cut that right out. We, we, we saw Trainwreck. He was funny in Trainwreck and uh, he's just going to have to uh, survive on his own to be a comedic presence. <laughs> Where it's just like, hmm, if you don't pair him with Bill Hader, He's less funny. You don't pair him with with Bill Hader and you give him a fake child, he's not funny. One of the wild part is, too, is that, like, they paired, like, they gave Michael Jordan Bill Murray and they were like, if Michael Jordan can't be funny, at least Bill Murray can. (laughs) And then they were just like, I don't know, LeBron better carry this movie or we're going to be mad. This is why LeBron is not my goat. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that kind of pained me to say, like, in real life. <laughs> yeah, you should be disappointed by that. Anyway, to change the subject back to uh, Three Little Women, as I always do. Um, apparently, they sued Taylor Swift at one point. The Cheetah Girls? Not I said Three Little Women, not the Cheetah Girls. There are four Cheetah Girls. I just can't believe you were like, all right, well, let's take it back. And then you picked a different girl group. You were like, you were like, oh, God, gotta stop talking about, you gotta stop talking about nothing. You gotta start talking about a different girl group. No, I don't care about them. Stop. We're done talking about them. If you're gonna make me stop talking about Michael B. Jordan, we're gonna have to talk about them. No, I just want to I found the opportunity to bring Taylor Swift into this podcast, so I did. Uh, but we can stop talking about it, I guess. So, like, all right. So, you got Adrienne, Adrienne, Adrienne Helton, and she's going to be in Buffalo Dream. Then you have Keely Williams. So, there's a two of three little women. And then you have Sabrina Bryan, who I don't remember anything about. Yeah, no, me either. You know? Um... And uh, then, uh, yeah, that's the Cheetah Girls. Yeah, I think other than Raven, uh, Adrian is probably the next most successful one. Like, she's been 
doing like hosting gigs and stuff. She also sure. dated Rob Kardashian at one point, but right. Which some would argue, Hank Sheer no. is a bad thing. Yes, no, agreed. I'm like eh, that way. <laughs> My Are you ever gonna? <laughs> yeah, you ever gonna rotate your Zoom box back? No, like, I love. No. I, I this is the only way we can get all the Michael B. Jordan on this audio <laughs> podcast format. I was gonna say I love staring at Michael B. Jordan throughout the podcast and talking to him really more than I'm talking to you. Uh, but it's just it's just a little odd, I feel, because you're sideways. I think that's the biggest thing. Yes, I'm sideways, but I just I feels like I'll sacrifice myself for him. Appreciate it. Can we talk about this uh, first song in this movie already? Yes, the first song is called Together We Can. Go ahead. I just, it's such a, like, it's, it's kind of a wild song. It, it just, it thrusts you into this, um, into the song right off the bat. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm here. <laughs> if you didn't know it was. If you didn't know it was a musical beforehand, you're going to know now. Yeah, yeah. And and it's just... And and because the lyrics are kind of wild. Where it's just like... Like, it says together... So it's at one point they go, together we can. And then they go... uh, You're reading this like slam poetry. Yeah, they go... (laughs) Well, then they go, shoot the moon. (laughs) Stop the rain. Even ride a hurricane. I don't care about the stopping the rain or riding a hurricane. <laughs> Both seem improbable. But why are they shooting the moon? Um, um, I don't even have a funny joke answer for this. I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's just like, it's, I don't know. I don't. That's got to be a saying shoot the moon. Shoot, shoot, you shoot for the moon. You uh shoot for the stars. Yeah, don't shoot in the moon. It's <laughs> yeah, I see nothing. Uh, wait a second, we found idioms.com. Okay, you're at idioms.com. So then this uh, this podcast episode is going great. We are on idioms.com. So, all right, so anyway, po- ep- uh, episode of this podcast starts. No, uh, this movie. This starts, movie. This movie. This movie starts, and they're like, "This is the Cheetah Girls." They sing, and there's too much cheetah print. Um, that's debatable. I don't think there's enough cheetah print. I, I think they... you know, I think you might be wrong. Um, no, and I have, I have this like sneaking suspicion that in uh, the sequels to this movie, my prayers will be answered. Oh, you and there will be more. <laughs> what if they had like a, you know, like 3D, were they, you know, smell-o-vision? Like, what if they had like a cheetah, cheetah vision and it was just like, and they gave you these glasses and yeah. they, they weren't 3D glasses, they were just like cheetah print glasses so you just you have like this cheetah filter on throughout the entire entire movie through cheetah uh cheetah print glasses i think that's a great idea and i think we should talk to disney so that they can re-release 
the three cheetah girls movies in theaters. with these in, in theaters providing these glasses and we should be invited to the premiere we should be the only ones at the premiere with no. michael b jordan oh, yeah. okay 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 <laughs> that's fine that's fine not not even the cheetah girl should be there it's us and michael b jordan yes, it's us and, and we're b. all and we're all wearing old school nfl pro bowl jerseys we're all wearing michael strahan pro bowl jerseys i do it for this and that's the only reason i would wear a michael strahan jersey and, and we're walking on the cheetah print carpet <laughs> which is now bigger and more cheetah print filled mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So we get this first number, which honestly, if you like put, I say you put all the musical, the musical decoms next to each other and you like put the first number on, you could tell that this is the first musical they've ever filmed. Yeah. It, it's just got this weird, like, and it goes on throughout the entire movie of nothing, none of the takes go well together. Well, it's kind of like the only one where you're like watching it and you're like, oh, this is a movie. And I guess also the like the music, all the shots during the music are very non-musical because they're they're, also, they're music video-esque, I feel. They're music video, but they're also like uh, like song in the middle of a movie. Not. Not a performance like because yeah. they're just the camera's going everywhere and they're getting the whole scene and they're getting everybody and you're like i don't i haven't seen a cheetah girl in a little bit <laughs> and they're saying there's four of them you can find one of them i promise yeah i yeah it, it's it's the first one but i think it's still kind of strong i don't know i like this i like the reprise better i think i hit it better on the reprise is the reprise at this point or later in the movie? It's later in the movie when they reprise this. I gotta say, I do, I do like this song. I like it makes you want to like groove a little bit, you know. Hey, you. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> it's catchy. Is that better? Is that more interesting? I don't know. I just yeah, I the think, song's catchy. I just don't like how you move your shoulders like that. Uh, you got uh, it. Oh no! All right, can we talk about the biggest twist that we've had in these movies so far? What's the biggest twist? I mean, what on earth? And they're just like, they just, Raven's dad is just like. Italian. Uh, He's actually, he's Italian. I think he's, he's speaking Italian throughout the whole movie, but he's Argentinian. <laughs> but he's speaking Italian, I think, right? Yeah, no, he definitely is speaking yeah. Italian. It's been a week, could be wrong, but he is Argentinian, and they're like, mm, I don't know, Spanish just not believable enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's like, no, we don't need him to like, like be American. Can he be Italian? It's just like it's it's not it's just so wild. Like any in any of these movies, if the main character's parent just walked in and was only speaking Italian, and you were like. What on, what? It's so confusing, and it's just like, and and it, I completely forgot about it, and it just kind of like whoosh, out of left field, and you're like, all right, and I guess I guess we're in this. And despite that, he's still probably the best parent in the movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's the only one who really kind of is good at it. 
I would argue. <laughs> I think the foster mom's pretty good at it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to hate on the foster mom. That's not something I'm going to do on this podcast. Right. I wouldn't do it in real life either. I want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> That's not something I, I'm going to do when people might be able to find out that I said it. Um, and have it recorded. <laughs> That's an off-the-pod thing where you can, you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon where I uh, talk badly about foster parents for an hour. i don't do that please don't clip that it's not something i do you don't do that yet (laughs) when we start becoming desperate for money that's when we'll do it we are desperate for money. so next week (laughs) i think we've already done it this week (laughs) anyway uh yeah no italian dad for raven simone's a little weird it's Italian speaking Argentinian dad. <laughs> um, Would honestly be weird for any character. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Is he just comes in. It's just like you're just not expecting the words out of his mouth to be in <laughs> Italian. And it's and, not just his first time you see him, it's every time. Yeah, yeah. That's so uh like he, he speaks English, but just like the fact that like you're like, oh, and now Raven's dad's gonna enter the room and <laughs> That's not. I don't know that language. <laughs> Is this dubbed? <laughs> um. Yeah, but he he is the best uh uh parent in this movie. I don't have his name. Um, but uh, the the mom uh the mom is Lynn Whitfield. And I didn't really have anything specific that I remember that I could find her in. She's just in a lot of stuff, but she uh, is an Emmy winner. Oh. Won an Emmy for uh, a TV movie. That's not the Cheetah Girls. Best, uh, best actress in a TV movie. It was not the Cheetah Girls. That's true. Darn. Outstanding uh, lead actress for playing Josephine Baker in the Josephine Baker story. But, um... Yeah. She's... Like, she's the second best actor in this movie. Yeah, because she's a real one. <laughs> she's a real one. Um, she's in stuff, but I don't... You know, I, I can tell you. There's nothing fun. Nothing Like, she's, fun. she's, she's successful and talented. She's Nothing in Medea's family reunion, which I assume is fun, but I've never seen it. So, therefore, irrelevant on the podcast. Can't call it fun. No, can't call it fun. I, can't, I don't lie. I don't do that. No, we don't lie here on this podcast. We only tell the truth. And uh, that might be our downfall. Especially <laughs> when we admit to hating foster parents. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We never admitted to it. I am. heavily it was heavily implied. Oh yeah. Real heavily <laughs> implied. Um can we talk about the star of this movie? Is it the dog? Yeah. Um oh my god. This is like I'm not gonna go out there because uh, I don't lie. I'm not gonna go out there and say that this is the most talented dog I've ever seen on film. But it it's one of the most talented dogs I've ever seen on film. Right. I mean, it's a more talented dog than the dog from You Lucky Dog. You had to bring it up. 
Well, you alley ooped it to me by saying that I did. Dog. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> you Sorry, not a breakdown. It <laughs> it's really your fault when you said the word "you" before. So <laughs> it's really your fault for speaking in the first place. I just, I, if you don't want me to talk about you, lucky dog. You know what is on Netflix already? Which means we really fell fell behind on this podcast. What? The Underwrap sequel. No, it's not. No, don't yes. lie to me. Yes. <laughs> it is I, October. I was on Disney Plus. Uh, well, you said Netflix. Month. It's on oh, Disney Plus? Yeah, right. It's on Disney Plus, yeah. It's on Disney Plus. There's already the Underwrap sequel on Disney Plus. <laughs> Debu- debuting, debuting to literally zero hype. Well, oh yeah. my god, it's here. Sorry, I'm looking at... You gotta oh think god. it premiered. The... The mummy... On the... um, I guess you call it the promo image on Disney+. Plus. The banner, yeah. Is wearing sunglasses and drinking a soda pop. Which is famously what happened in the... A uh, real movie. In the first Thunder Acts? Yeah. I think, like... It'll be interesting when no one's interested to hear I take on... Under Wraps. Again. <laughs> yeah, again. Which I can only assume is a shot-for-shot shot remake. <laughs> <laughs> and, and nothing else. I mean, Disney is remaking movies into live action, you know, their classic anime movies into live action movies. I cannot imagine they're not just like, all right, well, let's do let's do the same thing for this one. I know it's not going to happen, and I feel like we discuss this every week. Yeah. But I feel like it'd be really cool to start the podcast off on Under Wraps and end it on Under Wraps just to see how much we suck. At the beginning. I, I think, well, I think whenever we get to under wraps, I think, like, I think regardless of where we're at, this podcast has to just continue on as, on, even if we switch to a new, you know, like a new subject, yeah. every time an under, uh, <laughs> an uh, under wrap, every time they remake under wraps, <laughs> every time they remake under wraps, we have to come back to under wraps, <laughs> I would think. Did you say under wraps? Yeah, I said under wraps again. Thank you. <laughs> I can't believe that came out and nobody told us. Yeah, it was. It really threw me off that it was just sitting there on Disney Plus already. <laughs> and I mean, I get it. <laughs> I feel like Dis- Disney should have sent us an email and be like, hey guys, I know you are the only ones uh, who have discuss under wraps for what episode of the podcast is this this is like 48 9 48 i know nobody else has discussed under wraps for 48 weeks straight here's our new movie big fan of disney disney plus is a release lineup of under wraps muppet haunted mansion and a anthony fauci documentary (laughs) All within a week. 
Listen, listen. We love variety and, here. And something called Impact, narrated by Gal Gadot, which I can't imagine has Impact. Is she singing on this one? I hope. Imagine all the impact. No, you can't. You can't. We uh, copyright. Copyright strike. Sorry, I'll slam poetry it. No, no. Imagine all, all right. so, the people. All right. So here's the thing. Uh, we got four cheetah girls, and naturally, four cheetah girls means they all got a problem. We talked about Toto for two seconds, but yes. anyway. <laughs> So Toto's Raven's dog. Uh, Raven's yeah. character's name is not Gabrielle. It's Galleria. Did you call her Gabrielle or did you just... Well, I would say I was about an hour through the movie where I had to go back and change my notes. That's wild. I know. Alright, so, uh, so Galleria... Let me break it down for you. Galleria does not like responsibilities. Right? All no. Right? right? Yeah, right. Chanel has doesn't, you know, has little to no parental guidance in her life and she, you know, and she's just looking for someone to talk to. That's that's a big one. Dorinda, yeah. poor. At least for <laughs> like the first 45 minutes they're like, "What's Dorinda's problem?" and you're like, mm, "I bet she's poor." And they're like, "She's poor." And then they're like, well, she has some foster family. And you're like, okay, I'm there now. We're getting a little deeper, yeah. <laughs> but it starts off and they're just like, and you're just like, she's got to be poor. That's, <laughs> that's the depth of this movie. And then Aqua, not a fan of Subways. No, I get it. I'm with Aqua. Doesn't like Subways. <laughs> not the sandwiches. I, I don't know her opinion on the sandwiches. Because she's from Texas. She's the Yeehaw Cheetah Girl. <laughs> Alright, and then you have Toto, who, you know... Likes I, to get I, stuck in places. He's, like, uh, totally out of control. Ah, good one, man. Alright. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, each of them have their own conflict, of course. Each of them has their own conflict. But the bigger, I guess I wouldn't say the bigger conflict, the big thing that is bringing the Cheetah Girls together here is the talent show that is coming up at the school. We got a big old talent show coming up. And, you know, uh, there's no answer as to how long the Cheetah Girls have been a group. It seems like a while. Doesn't it doesn't because you'd be like, all right, they feel like you know they it's got to be at least two years old, but then at other points you're like, have they known each other for more than a month? <laughs> but uh, but their main competitor uh for that talent show are um two guys that rap. One they're of called... them. Oh. What? Well, yeah. What? They're what called they? Sonic Chaos. Sonic Chaos. Never would have been able to tell you that. Um, so, the main one of the two, his name is Derek. And uh, he's played by Kyle Schmidt. And uh, we've seen him before. He did look familiar, cannot tell you what. We've seen him before. He's been the lead in an income before. 
Oh, of course he has been. Please reveal to me. Is it a surfing? Is it like an ocean one? It feels like an ocean one. It's like an ocean one? Not an ocean one. Okay, then tell me. <laughs> it is our friend, Alley Cat Strike. No, it's not Mr. Alley Cat Strike himself. The Alley Cat Strike Kid. <laughs> Dang, I can't believe it. Good for yeah. him. Yeah, I know. It was pretty wild when I was like, I was like, that kind of looks familiar. And then this little back and it's like, that, how's, how, Jesus Christ, how long has it been? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he finally like figured out how to like do his hair well. Yeah, you kind of get, you get the hair down. Because you remember Alley Cat Strike? It was like a very smooth bowl. It was like, I it was feel, like a book. Like a, yeah, <laughs> like, like, like a book on the top of his head. All right, so then you know, at this uh, at this talent show, uh, as you do, you rehearse on stage, and uh, people sneak in to your rehearsals to watch you. To this judge. is the audition. That's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Audition, right? You, you're correct. Good, good call, good call. Uh, they, uh, your parents sneak in and they bring a dog. <laughs> The dog's gonna go a lot of places where you'd go. Doesn't seem like where you you'd you'd bring a dog there. But it's uh, New York. Anything can happen. All right, and um, and then you're also like, no, um, why? What do you guys do with your day? Why are you here? Why are you at this audition? It's and important. When it's important, and you know who else this audition is important for. Who? Jackal Johnson. Mr. Jackal Johnson himself. That's such a fun name to say. It's a good name. It's a good name. You know who we've seen before? We've seen Jackal Johnson before. We've seen Jackal Johnson? Vince Coraza. We've seen him two times. One of the times was in Jet Jackson the movie, so neither of us remember anything about that one. I'm glad we're on the same page there. And... Uh, that's the only one I think I would ever redo. Jackson? I don't think I'd understand it more. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't feel like it's worth it because I think it'd just be, like, worse. I think I'd be just as confused, and I think you'd somehow be more confused. It's possible, I promise you. Um, Vince Carraza. The other thing we've seen him in is Quince. Oh! He's one of the babies. No, 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 no. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> Wait, what? No, he's... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, my notes are up. Uh, 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 uh. No, no, no. I thought he played one of the babies. No, he plays the sister. Hmm. Oh, he plays one of the babies grown up in year. <laughs> no, he's the uh, TV guy, right? He's the agent, yeah. Good for him. Back in playing the exact same character. Yeah, he's very typecast. I, even though I don't remember Jet Jackson one bit, I feel like he played a character similar to this. I think he was probably on the movie... On the TV show crew, if I had to guess. 
That sounds right. Could he have been the guy that was uh, always mad when he placed the soda on the machine? How do you remember that? <laughs> uh, I remember the soda falling. It's a, just a, it's a norm. I mean, you know us. You know our our industry. I'm I'm just you know it feels like they really tapped into my fears on that one. An actor places a soda right next to an expensive equipment, and then knocks it over. Onto said expensive equipment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess you were scarred for life there. Yeah. But yeah, we meet Jackal Johnson, not Jack Johnson. I love Jack Johnson. Uh, not the Rangers guy, the uh, the singer. Anyway. Jackal Johnson of Deaf Duck Records. Is that really what it's called? Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. Everything, everything in this movie is animal related. Has to be animal related. Really is. It's it's a really weird movie. (laughs) It's just. It's. I don't know. I feel like I have a lot to say, but I also don't know how to say any of the stuff that I have. That I because like it feels like it was close to something. Like if they. If they did something different, but I can't tell you what that one thing is either. Well, I think if this movie, I think if this movie comes out in like two after High School Musical, I think it's better than all their other musicals. You know? You think so? I think well, like with some fixing, you know, <laughs> like with with what they learned from High School Musical. Yeah, I think it's because be- it's it's. It, Easily the more most like interesting premise outside of I guess the main amount. Like I don't care about camp rock. Bunch of rich kids go to a camp. No, that's that's the literally that's not the plot. Demi Lovato was poor. Demi in that Lovato movie. is the is the poor one. She cannot go to that camp because her mom works there. That's the only reason, that's- and that's why because she doesn't want Joe Jonas to see her in the kitchen. Right. Joe Jonas, who is a rich. You mean Shane, Shane Bieber? That's not right. That can't Shane be right. Bieber, uh, AL Cy Young, AL twenty twenty Cy Young winner. It's Shane, Shane something. Um, what if it's not Shane? What if I'm just like, you know, hmm. don't beat yourself up too much about it. Too late. Well, good. So Jackal Johnson says that. And he and, wants the Cheetah Girls. And he wants Cheetah Girls. He says, bring me the Cheetah Girls. And they say, oh, and sorry, Raven. That's the big thing. Because, like, Raven is the self-proclaimed leader of the group. Right. She's like, yeah, we'll do it. Screw the talent show. But her Raven's mom is like, mm, not so sure about this. But Jackal Johnson's like, here's my card. And... They move on with their lives. My biggest problem with the Raven and Raven's mom dynamics through this movie, which is a driving force, mm-hmm. they never give you a single bit of information about Raven's mom as a person. Or her backstory, really. Which would, you know. So, okay, shut up. <laughs> it, <laughs> you're right, though. It's all like... I, I don't want to 
maybe we've I've gotten stuck in this like decom mindset of where like information and plot points are fed to me like I'm a child like in an airplane like here comes the train here comes the airplane <laughs> but yeah. sometimes but then it's other nice times it's just like right right sometimes it's just, but this one doesn't even like it doesn't pretend to be a choo-choo it just <laughs> It's just is like, I don't know. What do you, you want information all of a sudden? Yeah, it's like, because they kind of like heavily imply that the mom had like a career in maybe in like the industry at some point, probably the music industry. We don't right, know. But they don't do, they don't imply it enough for you to confidently be able to say that it happened. No, it's true. And there's also no point like that's typical in these movies where like the mom has a breakdown and it's like i here's my life story this is why i don't want you to do what i'm telling you not to do right like there's the, none of that the the profound moment of like clarity for the mom is the dad just going like oh let her <laughs> and she's like Wait, so, so, no no you said it wrong it's let her do it that's not that's more russian i can't do an italian accent never mind continue Yeah, it's just like the dad's just like, yeah, we should let her, you know, because why not? And then she's like, and the mom's like, you make a good point. And then you're <laughs> like, all right. And that's the end of it. <laughs> and then the mom is like, mostly on her side. I don't, I don't. It's, I just want like, give me like one hard fact. What is the mom's name? Raven's mom. I feel like that one wasn't even given to me too much. But I, you know, that's that's on par, though. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's lucky we get, like, like, it's lucky we get main character names. So, like, getting a mother's name would be a lot. Dorothea? We have a Dorinda in the Cheetah Girls. We have a we have a Dorinda or Dorothea and a Drinka. <laughs> the Holy Trinity, some would say. <laughs> I um oh, hmm? oh I thought I liked this movie more. <laughs> no, me too. I'm, that's I feel like we've had this, we had the same problem with like Halloween Town, where it's like. This movie is such in is is cultural zeitgeist the right thing to say here? I mean, I don't know, but you said it, and that's pretty impressive that you got that far. So, <laughs> thank you. We'll we'll roll with it then. Um, they both have like every every Halloween Halloween Town comes up, and just like the Cheetah Girls as a, it's one of the even few a that's... band outside of it. It's one of the few that still has like a cultural impact on anything like cheetah yeah people still know the cheetah girls it's still like and they were and it was a huge thing on the disney channel when they came out it was a huge thing to have them exist as a group outside of the movies they mm-hmm. disney loved to just throw in music videos <laughs> during your commercial breaks so this they hit the gold here basically 
Because they've hit gold. And, and, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a ethnic, it's like, it's, it's in, it's not an all white group. It's, you know, it's, everybody is like, and, and the stories are interesting. And like, you understand why there's cultural relevance today and like mm-hmm. why people still think of it in a positive light. Because for the most part, like, like it doesn't like, it like doesn't mess up anything, you know? Like, it feels safe. Yeah. Where like maybe like at a certain point it's like, oh, this would have been cool if there were like some excitement to it. I mean, the biggest, like, the emotional crux of the movie, the the peak point of the movie is a dog falls down a sewer hole. And you're not, it's not even a real sewer hole. It's just like a hole. The dog falls down a hole. And honestly, that scene kind of just feels like shoved into the movie. And that scene is wild. That scene's the most insane thing that's ever happened in one, any of these movies. Because it is 20 minutes of this movie. Is it really 20 minutes? I think so. It's a it's- while. I mean, we'll we'll discuss it because there's a lot to talk about there it that I causes, want to talk about. It causes a citywide power outage. <laughs> it is no, it's it's insane. Um, and like and like Disney was kind of like, we have to reach our action quota for this movie, right? It's just weird that like, I don't know, I don't know. It's just that dog. I feel like you cut down the Toto falls down a whole scene, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, and that might not be the word I would use, but go on. And maybe you give like Keely or uh, you give Aqua more than five, more than one minute of solo screen time. Yeah, that's not her going, yeehaw, I love hot sauce. Or just like, oh, I can't get a taxi. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, this movie leaves some stuff to be desired, but it's not. It's not bad. But we'll we'll yeah, get to it, that. It's not bad. I just I have higher hopes for it. No, and I'm like, with you here. And I'm just, I was just like, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. Uh, we forgot to say that at the audition they sing uh Cinderella the song. Right. Uh, which is fine. Eh, it's okay. All right. Oh, okay. Um, so, all right. So they do the audition, and Jack was like, hey, I want to sign you. And they're like, yeah, and the mom's like, no. And then the mom, they go home, and the mom's like, no. And the dad's like, yeah, why not? And then the mom's like, fine, why not? But I got to go with you. And um, Raven's like, all right, mom. And then, uh, and then we uh, leave. And um, then we go to the audition. No, we did the audition already. We go. Sorry, to we go to the Jackals Jackals studio, and um, Raven somehow steps in uh dog poop. Yep. With the front part of her heel. Here's the thing. I'm no. I'm no heel expert. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you made that clear. But I think, I think, yeah. If you had heels on and you stepped on in dog in dog doo doo, 
yes. the front part of your heel, mm-hmm. you would feel that. You would know. Yes, or you'd start to smell it. The smell. Maybe too. not. Maybe not immediately. Certainly, once you got inside Jackal's studio, I get and like. I get not smelling it when you're just walking through the city, but like yeah. you should probably feel it. I I don't know if you'd feel it if the stem of a heel stepped in dog poop, or like at least you were carrying it. I feel like you'd notice like something was up with your like not balance, but like you step in something, you go like, oh, that doesn't feel right. Right. I also so you step in an entire piece of dog doo doo, right. like something's up. I also think there's not enough heel for that dog duty to really stay that. You think we have to myth bust this? I think that's all we're doing already. <laughs> I think there's a heel in this closet here. Not mine personally. I'm I'm in a unspecified location, but why does he get I don't even know what okay, all right. So um There's no heel, there's just a dress, but okay, whatever. Let's move that, on. All right. Um you know, so I just, I have a lot of questions about the poop and the heel and the stepping. But, you know, I can, I can accept it won't be explained. I'm, I'm glad you've come to that where we can just move on from dog doo-doo talk. Why wouldn't he just go to the talent show? To see him perform? To see anybody, like, because... He's just like, oh, I stopped by a random audition instead of... No, like, no, there was backstory. He's an old student. I know, Drinka. no, I know he's an old student, but even he can trust Drinka to be like, well, I just have to go to the talent show and I'll get all of her people. I know he's an old student. I still just think you go to the talent show, you don't have to watch the terrible people too. <laughs> I mean, it's a high school talent show. I, there's got to be, even the people who get in probably are the greatest. Right. But clearly we've learned that one, they are. <laughs> and two, I'm just saying, save your time. Okay. Maybe you can become Jackal's personal like assistant and tell him this because who knows, man. I hate you. You suck. What? You're the worst. What do you mean I'm the worst? Alright, so they're at uh Jackal Studio and um there's like there's the, the you feel a divide in the Cheetah Girls right now because yeah, Chanel and Ghirardelli Giovanni. The chocolate, yeah, yeah. Gallery uh, Galleria. Raven. Raven. R- Raven. All right, Chanel and Galleria are on one side. You still went back to it. That's impressive. (laughs) Thank you. Aqua and Dorinda are on the other side. Because, um, actually, you know what? I don't know why. I don't know why either. But the big thing is that Raven is wants to think she's the leader of the group, but she... She is. Let's she let's keep it real here. Does the most she writes your songs. You guys can call her the leader of the group. Yeah. Who's, who's the if if it's not her, who is? Nobody. Right. They're all they all put their cheetah powers together and they're all co-leaders. 
No, Raven's the leader. That's the obvious thing. Maybe she should consult her um, group mates every once in a while, but that's another story. Right. But the, but the group gets pissed at this. They're not happy. Yeah. They're not happy. They're like, oh, one of, uh, or, uh, you know, I should be the leader. And then you're like, I, what, who, who is this? They haven't been on screen enough <laughs> for them to just say that they should be the leader. But, um, so then, uh, Dorinda has to run out of this meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And because she's got to, she's, she's got to get to work. Because she's poor. She's poor. Oh, my she's God. Poor. You know, you guys know that? Yeah. Dorinda's poor. Oh, we hate poor yeah, people. Here. Poor people. No. There's a lot of bad things you can clip out of this episode. <laughs> I hope they know that we're poor, too. <laughs> And then she gets to the dance, um, the dance, uh, uh, town, the dance room, and, um... Studio. Oh, yeah, dance studio. They get to the dance studio, and she dances, and you're like, okay. She dances and cleans, and then they're like, ah, uh, come back, uh, the next time you work, there'll be dancing to do. And then she's like, that sounds good. Um... All right, and then uh, what happens next? I have no clue where you are. Me Here, there's a big there's a big part where each girl we've talked about each of their struggles. Each of them do something that like messes them up a little bit because of this whole Raven situation. We're not, we don't need to go into details, but the band's falling apart, basically. The band's falling apart, and this. Oh, yeah. And you know why? They're falling Why? apart. Why? Because Dorinda's poor. <laughs> well, you didn't have to say it. It's the truth. No, no, it's no, no, no. We wouldn't. We would never say such a thing. It's because Aqua won't get on the subway. That's the main thing. They want to go to like these gigs. Like guys, we booked Madison Square Garden. The only way to get there is to take the subway. <laughs> and Aqua's like, Nah, I can't do that. And the movie ends. We we booked one of those uh, Jimmy Fallon under <laughs> under disguise subway terminal uh, <laughs> performance gigs. Um. All right. The group's falling apart. Um. And uh, what's Chanel? Chanel's uh not happy. She's lonely. Her mom uh is flying to Italy every Paris. every Paris. Every, we already Paris. have our Italian guy. She's she's flying to Paris every day instead of being an adult. You're telling me you don't fly to Paris every day? Uh, uh tending to your child and she is she's the worst parent in this movie and chanel's dad is not even in the movie no because chanel's dad or chanel's mom's boyfriend is the one is the paris guy right is paris guy you don't hear anything about chanel's dad uh you 
just the only thing you hear about Aqua's parents is that they're rich. Yeah, but we don't care about Aqua parents. No. She hates the subway. Well, is that enough? That's enough for you. Now shut up. Let's move on. Okay. Couldn't possibly have four characters in this movie about four people. <laughs> uh Yeah, so like, yeah. This, but mom, girl, this mom sucks. Yeah, but everybody here sucks. But this mom, I think, specifically the most. No, she does. She's the worst parent. If we're doing parent rankings, Italian, Argentinian dad, number one, Raven's mom, number two, last on the list, this mom. You keep forgetting the foster mom. Oh, <laughs> how many times do I have to tell you I hate foster parents? Oh, no. I don't like repeating it because it makes me look bad. Well, uh, don't worry. I think you got it. I think I think we <laughs> nailed that one. I think great, great take, everybody. Uh, Ethan officially looks bad, <laughs> and it only took forty-eight episodes. No, it took one episode. Let's let's be honest. All right. So what happens next? I don't even. I feel well, like here. there's so much. This movie's long. This That's movie's long, but nothing, but nothing happens. Movie's long and nothing happens, and it feels like every scene is the same as the last scene. Yeah, there's a lot of repetition. Can we just get to the next song? When's the next song? Well, here, well, so the so everybody starts falling apart. The band farts. The band farts. The band farts. Oh, the band's yes. also. <laughs> That's weird. Don't go. Oh yes to that. Um. <laughs> The ba- with the band falling apart, their personal lives also start to fall apart. And this is only pushed because they go back to having me- another meeting with Jackal, where he's like, guys, COVID's big. Put on these animal masks. You will become the animal band now. The snow leopard mask is kind of dope. They're actually like pretty well-made masks. Like I, I don't, they're, they're cool looking masks. Here's where I think Jackal loses before them. And is that um, a question or like no, a no, I uh, I'm about to tell you. Okay. Global get down? It doesn't make sense. It if you're going like the next thing we're gonna call climate change. <laughs> like what's going on here? That's a when dumb world- name. <laughs> It's like you are fully committing to this animal bit. Like you have literal animal masks for these people. Why is the name Global Get Down and not like Animal Farm by George Orwell? The the confusing part about calling it Global Get Down is and like enforcing you either have to call it global get down and go no weird animal masks or the animal mask has to be have to be explained in the title in the title of your group yeah no you can't you can't go to like a concert it's like oh the opening act is global get down and you go there and they're wearing like animal masks it's you can't do that to people 
Yeah, and it, it's like, and you're like, oh, okay, um, go go get them, and and like like that doesn't what like their <laughs> like their whole marketing scheme behind it is like, oh, okay, so all around the world there are animals, animals, and Genius. it's like. Like humans, and they're like mm, pandas, l- uh, snow leopard, cheetah, seal, and you're like, that's the, it. The four most popular animals. The four. Those are the four animals. All seals are all around <laughs> the world, and they're like, yeah, and the cheetahs and the pandas and the <laughs> snow leopards. Snow leopard literally imply. That they are not everywhere, just in the name. <laughs> it's a guarantee. It's, not, it's a guarantee, it's a promise, it's not an opinion. And then it's, and, but then they're like, okay, fine, whatever, wear one of the masks. And then you're like, and it's called Global Get Down. And it's like, then why are we wearing the mask? <laughs> like, elite, let, like, that's, I think you have to pick and choose. It's, it's like if, like, the Jonas Brothers came out. And it's like, but you knew nothing about him, but the band was named like the Jonas Brothers and they came out wearing like clown costumes. No, it's like there's no like, it'd be more like, oh, like these are the Jonas Brothers, the band's named the Jonas Brothers and three girls came out. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like this is. And the girls were wearing animal masks. Also, Global Get Down sounds threatening. A, a little bit. It sounds, yeah. No, you're right. I... <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a threat right now. Like, global get down. No, you're right about the climate change thing. Yeah. It's like, it's like they're trying to make climate change hip to the kids of like, like the new generation. If, yeah, you would have thought Inconvenient Truth did that instead, but now they're trying to, they're trying to take Al Gore's spotlight? No way. <laughs> um, so this, this scene, this whole meeting with this creepy marketing team that couldn't come up with a better name but Global Get Down, mm-hmm. and Jacko Johnson and the Four Cheetah Girls, this is, I don't think it's the best scene in the movie, because of how, like, ra- this is Raven's best scene. Yes. yes Where, like, nice. Raven is just acting circles around everybody in the facial expressions, in the reactions, in the, you know, like, in everything. And dare I say there's complexity to her character here. Yeah. You're kind of like, you're like, I don't know if she's in the right. Well, but I'm she's not wrong for her. <laughs> yeah, I think you're like, yeah, I'm gonna side with her. The rest of them, I don't know about, but she seems passionate here. So yeah, let's stick by that one. Yeah. Oh, uh, they also perform girl power here. Okay. Yeah, girl power is performed here, and um, the we and we get a glimpse at the all, and we listen to all around the world. Uh, yes, by Global Get Down, not by, by the Cheetah Girls. By Global Get Down, not by the Cheetah Girls. Alright, so, um, that meeting ends with a heartbreaking 
group breakup. Or Raven the group doesn't break up. Raven leaves the band. Mm-hmm. Raven leaves the band. Which, you know, luckily it's not going to happen again. We, you know, we're going to resolve this issue. <laughs> and then we'll be uh, all united under one beautiful cheetah print umbrella. I love that, man. That was beautiful. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so the band kind of quits. Um, stuff happens. Uh, Galleria and Derek, they're like a thing in this movie. It's not that important. But like, it's a thing. Just Yeah, it, it's like, it's kind of nice and you're like, oh, okay, she's got someone to talk to. And then also it's like, I don't think it needed to be romantic. I think it could have just been like, oh, cool. Like, the annoying rapper kid isn't just the annoying rapper kid. He... As a friend as well. He's a friend too. And then it's like, yeah, he's a love interest and I don't know. They have two it's a decom. He's got, they have two scenes together. Yeah. And uh, but right. yeah, they share a moment after the band breaks up mm-hmm. uh, um, at a piano and a little, it's always at a piano um chanel also gets caught up by her mom because like or they get into an argument because chanel ran up the credit card because the mom wasn't there that's where we kind of skip past because chanel chanel goes on the shopping spree because her mom doesn't show and then, like, after the shopping spree, she goes to, like, the address that her, um, her, that Dorinda gave her. And Oh, Dorinda, yeah. And Dorinda, I forgot this happened. Yeah. And Dorinda's like, oh, uh, well, she goes to the doorman and is like, I'm looking for the, I think she's like, she's like, I'm looking for that, uh, for, I'm going in for Thomas. And. The doorman's like, no, no, Thomas, no, Thomas is here in this gigantic building. No one, no one named Thomas lives there. Nope, nope, nope. It's New York. There's no Thomases. And then, and then she's like, oh, uh, Dorinda Thomas. I don't know. Short has a <laughs> bag. Where's Cheetah Print? <laughs> Walks around with a gym bag, and then he's like, oh, her. Back alley. Oh, her. Back alley. <laughs> Get out of my face. Back alley, Super's office. And then you're like, Super's office? Is this woman a, this woman's a foster mom and the super of a gigantic building? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, re- it's revealed there that Dorinda is poor and a foster child. Mm-hmm. It's also revealed there that Dorinda got a uh uh offered a job of dancing with a very impressive prestigious dance uh company. Company yeah. She'd be going on tour is the big thing. Going on tour so with the- a hip hop dance company will be big for anybody. Anybody should do this. Um <laughs> Don't not go because uh you're in a uh in a girl group. 
or Boinger. And um, what if what if they were wearing cheetah print though? Does that change your opinion on it? Well, I find it hard to believe that uh, the summer time when she's on this tour, yeah, that the three rich friends she has are not going to ditch her and go on a luxurious vacation. That's very true. Without her. You should definitely take that opportunity. I would have said. But you know what? I'm not in charge of this GCOM. Did you say GCOM? I don't want to say global, The global Get Down Channel original movie? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, but, oh. No, you speak. No, I mean, I was just going to continue on with everything. Because we're getting to the big action sequence of the movie after. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Raven's walking home with Dog Toto. Um, and this is when the band is still, like, not together. They're, they're having beef. They're beefing. And then, like, the re- at this point... the day of the talent show. Yes, that's big. And, like, the rest of the band is kind of, like, also falling apart because of everything that's happening. So it's not just the Raven situation anymore. Yeah. It's the whole Cheetah Girls. No one's happy um, that Raven's gone right now. Yeah, yeah. So they're all trying to do their own thing. Um, but the dog, Toto, they're walking, and uh, they something happens, and Toto runs away from Raven, and somehow gets stuck in a hole in a construction site, I think. Is that where it is? It's just kind of like an open street with uh, with some little guardrails around a hole. So it can be called a construction site. I guess so. Loosely, I would say, though. No, we can. We'll roll with that then. <laughs> On a big old open stretch of road in New York City, I uh, gotta say, don't know where this road would be, but it looks like there are four lanes of <laughs> like a four-car lane stretch of road with just a hole in the corner of it, um, and uh. Toto makes a break for it. Not really sure why. And he uh, falls down the hole. And he just goes down the hole. Yeah. My fa- I think my favorite thing is like when Raven goes up to like the police officer and be like, help, my dog's stuck in a hole right. in a what some may call a construction site. That is definitely what we're going for here. Um, the police officer goes, dog in a hole. That's bad. And then walks away. No, 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 that. The policeman runs up to the, like, they, they run up to the thing, and then he, and then he gets there. He looks in, he goes, hmm, dog in a hole. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he, he's gonna see the dog first. My bad, I'm sorry. I didn't give the police officer enough credit here. And then, like, but then, like, the dog starts to, the dogs start to gather. The dogs don't gather. The people start to gather. 
And the entire like, city starts to gather it, around this. Seemingly, they want you to believe that, like, it's like, it's like, all right, uh, everybody will, you know, everybody's going to be at a, at the Yankee Met game <laughs> and, and the other half of New York City will be at this pothole. <laughs> you, you can't tell me that you would, like, if you saw this happening in New York City, you wouldn't go, like, you wouldn't, like, take a look be like, oh, damn, that sucks, and then just kind of move on with your day? I, w- I, would, I would look to the side and I'd keep going. No, that's exactly what I would do. But that's what <laughs> nobody does in this movie. Everyone's no. like, gotta, you know, I, gotta, I gotta stand behind this picket, behind this fence so that I can be the first to see. <laughs> Toto. Toto. The amazing Toto. So I can be the first one to figure out what is in the hole? Why is everyone surrounding <laughs> this hole? Really Please somebody hole. tell me. When they locked off in this hole, I love this hole. <laughs> Where's the police officer to tell me what's in the hole? <laughs> I stare down this hole every day <laughs> on my way to work, and it's uh, you know, it's just part of my routine. And, and you I, blocked it off. And you blocked it off, and I can't look inside my hole. And I can't go on without my. I can't go on with my day without it. <laughs> my day is ruined. <laughs> I have my, my disappointment. Have my job. <laughs> I've gotten a divorce. I mean, it literally gets dark out while people. It's hours. <laughs> it is hours of people waiting and watching Toto just hang out. Not even. Not even watching Toto. Watching people yell into a hole. Right, and like luckily, like it is really confusing. This what is a twenty-minute problem? At least, at least this is a twenty-minute problem. At max, it's an hour problem with traffic. You know, <laughs> like I, this dog should be out of this hole like that. Yeah, all this I will say. The fireman who is saving this dog is putting his heart and soul into this performance. This fireman is um, which one he is he show up in? He's he's in another. Oh, he's in cowbells. No, yeah, there's seemingly one fireman on the job. Um, at least one that's allowed to speak. <laughs> and he and and they're like this should be a lot quicker. Of a job. I would think. You would think so, but I I think what the firefighters failed to consider is that the only way to save a dog that is stuck in a hole is to reunite the cheetah girls and to get the cheetah girls to sing a song to it. They failed to consider that. Right. Is the implication that like the only way to get Toto out of the hole is you just gotta make Toto want and get out of the hole? You you want to make him? Well, I guess he loves the song. I don't. I don't know. We saw him dancing to it earlier. Right. He dances to it earlier, but it's yeah. No, just the fact like it's like oh, I don't. He that's the only way to get him out. And it's like the only way to get him out is to bring attention to him. Like, <laughs> is this not enough attention for you, Toto? Also, the fact that they were like, oh, dogs in a hole. What should we do? It's like, I don't know. It's, 
try and get in the hole, and they're like, no, but first we have to set up a camera feed <laughs> to the dog so that we can have the dog on a TV. So that everybody can watch. On multiple TVs. <laughs> and then somehow the news will get that, too. Yeah, the, the news will get it. And somehow, like the talent show is going on at this point, somehow the talent show will get blacked out. But when it turns back on, the news report, report will appear on a projector behind the talent show. So everybody can see Raven talk to the news. Yeah. You don't get the implication that Raven has the best, rep- has the best uh, reputation around that school. It's certainly not enough for people to not, like, groan as soon as they saw her being like, <laughs> oh, my life's in shambles on the news. And, you know, you gotta think that they're, like, mostly just like, I hate it here. <laughs> just, just, let's move on. Let's finish the talent show. It's already too long as it is. We get it. She writes her own songs and she won't stop telling <laughs> us. But yeah, the Cheetah Girls reunite, and they save Toto, and this leads to... This, this, in this one, they reprise, Together We Can. Yes, that was to save Toto. Beautiful performance. Right. Um, oh no, is that the performance after they save Toto? No, 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 that's the one that they save Toto. Oh, it's Cheetah Sisters, my bad. Yeah, then they knew the finale. But not before. Uh, the rap question. happens. Oh, well, the rap happens before the power goes off. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, Sonic Chaos is performing. Listen, I'm going to say it could be worse. Could be worse. For a white boy rapping, could be worse. It's not good. It's not good. Could be worse. The whole song's pretty bad. <laughs> Not just him, we'll give him credit, you know? Yeah, he does He does what he can with the song. I don't think we've... The dog, I just... Like, the dog stuck in a whole scene is mind-boggling to watch. It is so long. <laughs> and you're just like... And you're like... Uh, the... It, the dog... The dog's just in a hole? Yeah, frankly, I don't care enough about this dog either to, like... Really, Toto is kind of annoying. Yeah, like there's no good scene for Toto. He's just kind of maybe, maybe the one scene when she's like playing him the song that she's writing, mm-hmm. and he and he likes it. But like, other, like Toto, for especially for one of the Cheetah Girls to like, like uh, Aqua is like, ah, I had to take the subway to get here. <laughs> and um, Chanel was at like uh, was getting her hair done, and um, I don't know, Dorinda didn't have enough money for a bus because <laughs> she's poor, you know. Like, Is she? uh, I they hint at it. It's kind I, of a it's kind of a subtle nod. <laughs> It's so, so subtle that in the final number when they sing Cheetah Sisters, Dorinda's choreography is sweeping. Uh, this, this, like, also, 
like the the cheetah print in the last half hour of this movie is is it almost feels like I'm having a seizure. It's funny. I'm gonna keep it real. It's like you we have to make sure that no matter at what point in time, they're all wearing some sort of cheetah print. This is like like you just start seeing cheetah prints everywhere, and you're like, "What is? Was is is Toto a dog or cheetah? I can't remember." It's, it's sweeping the cheetah nation. Nope, sorry, cheetah fever sweeping the nation. Cheetah fever is it's sweeping something. <laughs> it's sweeping the podcast. But um... I've I've got it. I need to go to the, see a doctor, probably. It's shutting off all the centers to my brain. I'm falling apart. Let's not forget about the finale of this. Yes. Great. Uh, movie. Tell me. I don't have anything. I'm going to say, I'm, <laughs> I'm pumped to get further along in these movies. And not have to see the like slow motion blur effects in any action shots. <laughs> songs are fighting where you're just like, why did the screen freeze for a second there? Yep, yep, it's those moments. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, who thought that was a good I- idea? Who wanted that? No one wants that. But everybody so- approved it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to when that's gone. When we yeah. can just, I don't know, not knew that. I'm a <laughs> simple man. I know you are. Um, but yeah, so that performance, the Cheetah Sisters performance happens after they save Toto. Um, everybody's friends again. Uh, Galleria, Derek, they kiss. Bang gets back together officially. Uh, Dorinda's like, guys, I'm ready to admit that I'm poor. And here's my foster family as well. Um, and then in what I would say is a Mickey Mouse talent show win, the Cheetah, show, uh, the Cheetah Girls win the talent show. What? What? Huh? What do you mean? What do you hide? I... How is that a part of the talent show? That's what I'm confused about. That's why I'm calling it a fake win. I also, I'm pretty sure not everybody got to perform if the power went out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, like, it just feels like that wasn't a talent show. It wasn't. It was uh, Sonic Chaos opening A. Yeah, it was one of those scenes also that just doesn't feel like it's like, oh, this isn't in the movie. Like, this is just just a musical number now. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no weight to this thematically. (laughs) No one's going to win a win a talent show with this and then immediately they cut to and the winners are the cheetah girls and everybody's just like okay cool why not 
Like even Derek is fine with it. He's just like, yeah, sure, that's cool. Even like even like the parents are dancing in it. Like it's it's everybody. Everybody's here. Yeah, it's a good. Even Jackal Johnson's there to get denied uh, one more time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the Cheetah Girls. Also, it's weird that Jacko Johnson had a TV stream of whatever that performance was, whether it be a part of the talent show or just a music video. A music video from another dimension. It's impressive that Jacko Johnson just had that. I feel like Jacko Johnson has that power. As much as we don't want to admit it, I think he does. Um, do you want to rank the songs first before we rank the movie? Uh, yeah. I mean, that'll be more in here. How many numbers do you have? Like, how many rings? I have five numbers. You have five? Yeah, how many do you have? Do you not have, so you don't have Together We Can Reprise. I don't have the reprise. And do you have All Around the World? No, I do not have All Around the World because I didn't, that's not like a full song. Yeah. That's just that was that one's just so iconic that I feel like it's like yeah, I had to put it in that one. No, it's cool. I I get it. I I took a look at the actual soundtrack, which interestingly enough, like imagine yeah. you go to okay, yeah, okay. This is my thing. Um, the soundtrack's only twenty minutes long, which I think is hilarious. Like you go to buy a CD and it's only twenty minutes long, and the thing is only like. 11 of it is sung by the Cheetah Girls. Everything else on that soundtrack is not by them. But yeah, I, I, so, oh. I just, I just went through the movie and took the big numbers and then added them onto a list. Well, yeah, I have the che- every song the Cheetah Girls performed and the Sonic Chaos song. All right, so why don't you go first? Okay, so coming in dead last is Sonic Chaos. I feel like it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not. It's it's Ali, Mr. Alley Cat himself rapping, and we didn't need that. We didn't need that here. Um, and number four, I have the uh, I have Cinderella. Okay. I think it's fine. It's not bad. It's a little repetitive. All the songs are, but I think this one specifically is a little repetitive. And it's it's on the slower side, which is like it's not what I want to hear, really. Number three, I have girl power. Okay. I don't know why I put this at three. I make sense why I put it at three, but I don't have an explanation. It's good. I think it's another thing. It's like a little slow, a little repetitive, and I think the other two are just better. Sure. Uh, should I wait to say number one until you do yours? Yeah, but what about, oh, I guess you don't want to give up your number two. Yeah. No, just tell yours. All right, fine, fine. I'm sorry, I was just trying to build a little suspense here. Um, sure. Number two, I put together we can, uh, the opening number, and I guess the reprise if you want to include it on it. It's fun, it makes you want to dance. It's a good one, you know? Uh, and number one is Cheetah Sisters because it's a classic. It makes you like, 
it's really the culmination of the movie. And I know that's stupid to say because it's at the end of the movie, but like, it really feels like it. Now here's the problem. Yeah. You were just so unbelievably wrong. <laughs> that it's uh, hard to say. Emba- it's embarrassing? It's embarrassing, I would say. You know, I think anybody with ears that's listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. which I think is everybody. Of course, let's hope so. Um... Well, hold on now, because we're inclusive to people without ears, but, (laughs) you know, you know, you know, Ethan. So, you're right about the rap. Okay, I'm glad we can agree on that. That's an easy one. Right about the rap. That's kind of a gimme. Here's where you're wrong. Yeah. Number four is not Cinderella. No? No. Number four is Together We Can. Why? It's not the best. That one's just, that's the roughest. That's the roughest. That's, you can, you can really tell that the Cheetah Girls are still fresh. Every <laughs> other time, the Cheetah Girls are just hitting. They're just hitting. Home runs. Together we can. is like a double. You know? Okay. I'll let you have that. What's number three? Number three, I grow power. Okay, I'm glad we... It's, it's mid-tier. It's very mid-tier It's, it's mid-tier. It doesn't do anything wrong. It just, you know, it gets you through the day. And we love Grow Power. Right. Right. Now here's where you're at. Number one yeah. is Cinderella. Oh. Cinderella's the best song in this movie. Cinderella has claimed for best decom original song nah screw you man nah, i'm not I'll, I'll let you put it number one for cheetah girls out of everything else decoms have made you're gonna put cinderella there i'm not saying it's, i'm putting it at number one i'm saying it has claim to it certainly i don't even believe that yes i you i you know i don't want to tell you cinderella slaps it's good no it's great I want to say more about Cinderella. To be quite honest, I forgot about it, dude. It is so. It was so hard to remember any of these, and I, I, I'm there. Like I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. Gun to my head, I could not tell you a word that was said during. Oh, me either. No, no, no. Tell my family I love them. Yeah, but like. It was kind of hard to remember. I just, like, I know the song. And, and Cinderella is the best one. And it's, it's not, it's not close. I will say, I think there's some bias to Cheetah Sisters and uh, Girl Power on, for me. Because I don't know anything about the Cheetah Girls. I didn't watch the movie before this. I didn't listen to any of the songs. However, I did hear those two songs specifically on Disney Dance Dance Revolution for the P- PlayStation 2. And I think that might push you ever it a get embarrassed when you say stuff like that. I've I'm past that point right now. Okay, I've said worse stuff, more embarrassing stuff on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you ever just hung out with me in real life, I've got nothing. 
to like Leave hide. People alone. Don't threaten people like that. Anyway, that's the song rankings. Even though we disagree on that, we can still be cheetah sisters, man. I don't want to be associated with you. That's fine. Let's just rank the movie okay. then. Yep. I don't have a place for it. I'm past putting it on before we do these podcasts anymore. <laughs> I just I feel like maybe you should consider it just because you're bad at thinking. <laughs> um. Uh, do you have, do you have a place on your list? No. No. My mind's telling me to put it up higher. I'm gonna. I be think it is up higher, and um, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's top top tier. No, it's and not. I'm and I'm, get, I'm like, disappointed. I'm probably gonna get punched by my sister, <laughs> regardless of where I rank it. But uh, I think it's like. I think it's like 20th. Okay, I was looking around that area. I think it's right below right on track, and I think it's right above Alley Cat Strike. Okay. It it leaves a bit to be desired, you know? Because I think it's because we know the potential, you know? Yeah, there's so much hype around it. Like, we know the potential. Today. We know the potential of the movie. We know, you know, like we we've watched other decoms. You know, like there's there's potential to this, and and it's like, all right, it should be better. It, like I said, if this comes out after High School Musical, and they have all the knowledge they had from High School Musical. This is this is one of the best ones, but maybe this one had this one had to go. You know, like you don't get High School Musical or Camp Rock or Lemonade Mouth without Cheetah Girls being the Trailblazer. This is the Trailblazer, right? This is and yeah, and for that reason, it's not going to be the greatest thing you've ever seen, right? But it's it it causes that potential for other movies to be made. And of I'm course, gonna, this one was successful too. I'm gonna move it up. Okay, I'm. I have my place. All right, you go. I'm putting mine at 18. Okay. Which is uh, below Luck of the Irish and above Right on Track. All right, I'm. I'm. I'm moving it up to 16. Okay. Which and it's gonna go below Smart House. And it's it's gonna do it's gonna go above one that we've been terrified to bump down. <laughs> it's gonna go ahead of color. The color That's fine. Friendship. That's fine. I think it's time. <laughs> I think it's time. Um, right. Yeah. Well, we gotta fix the rankings because we gotta under wraps. Is now, um, you know, you gotta specify it that it's uh, not the OG. Then it's the OG one. You gotta specify. Yeah. What a wonderful time we live in. That you could watch two different versions of Under Wraps and be disappointed twice. 
Actually, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that yet. I haven't seen the new one. Just Under Wraps 1997. That's such an odd thing to say. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, that was the Cheetah Girls. Thank you for standing together with us. Because we got Cheetah Power. Do you have anything else to say? Do I ever? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, cool. I think that's it. I think I'm out of ideas. Cool. Let me hit you with everything. Uh, hopefully, new episodes every Thursday. Yeah, I know. I messed up. Okay. Yeah. You could personally tweet at me at Ethan Art. Please personally tweet at me. Tell me how much of a failure I am. Uh, if you don't want to do that, you can follow us on Twitter at unofficial decom or at, yeah, at unofficial decom for podcast updates and more. Uh, next week we are doing, it's your moment to shine. Oh, geez, we doing next I week? About, uh, we're doing a uh, oh. full court miracle. Interesting. Last movie of the 2003s. We made it, baby. We made it. We're that much closer to the end. We're that much closer to Under Wraps 2021. We won't, unless unless we really step it up, we're not, you know, we're not going to be able to end on Under Wraps. Just to, no, that's fine. Just to sadden you up a little bit. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you know I don't care that much. I think you do. Think yeah, I'm going to go cry that. about it. Um, well, as soon as you cut the cameras... Sorry, as soon as you cut the recording, uh-huh. I'm crying. I'm crying. That's uh, not shocking. I'll be honest. I do it after every podcast, but especially this one. Well, you're very, you're, yeah, you're a very emotional and disappointing person. That's Thank not you. what I was saying. I was going to say you Crying. put me through a lot of emotional torment each podcast. No, I don't think that. I just got to kind of recover after. I needed an extra week this week to recover. We need an extra week this week because he is a loser. Yeah. I can't even say I'm not. But guess what? We'll always be Cheetah Sisters, bro. I hope not. I have a clock on this. I have an expiration date on this Cheetah Girl friendship we have. This cheetah-tastic friendship. Well, we got two more sequels to do, man, so you can't quit yet. Watch me. Do you think Michael B. Jordan was at the premieres of the other Cheetah Girls? (laughs) Please find pictures of it. There's no one else either that had any pictures of them being at the Cheetah Moon. It's just him. He was the only one there. Barely. I wouldn't want to sit next to Michael B. Jordan in a Michael Strahan jersey at a movie premiere because I know he'd be too cool for me. And I just look dumb. He would be probably too cool for any most people that he sits next to but that's probably a normal thing you know yeah yeah 
Anyway, Michael B. Jordan, if you want to come on the podcast to talk about your Cheetah Grill premiere experience, uh, please let us know. Thank you. Thank you. See you next week, Michael B. Jordan. Bye, Michael. <laughs>